Hey, Stacy. Hey, Kathy. Are we DHing? Oh, please, please, please. Yes, we are. Today, we are going to cover episodes 145 to 149. And we're calling this medium spoilers. I think we're going with medium spoilers. They're yeah. road spoilers, but medium. I mean, it's been crazy for a couple of weeks. So in comparison, medium. We knew this was going to happen. And it is happening. And it's wonderful. I mean, we got some sincere information this week. Do you want to start with that? Do you, or do you want to start with Trina the Badass, as Stacy's notes say to me? Oh, she is such a badass. I'm so excited. We did get a lot of information, but I really want to talk about Trina. All right. So Victor gets his heirs on the boat along with poor Liesel. And uh, for reasons different than what I was suspecting, but still medical in base. Trina follows Spencer. I love her. I love her. Maybe this is why her dress wasn't sparkly during the nurse's Oh call. my gosh. You're so right. I don't so really right. know. But, you're so right. You know, Trina's dress was not our favorite. She's beautiful. It doesn't really matter. But um, Well, now it's going to be an action hero. It's like, I, I, I mean, to me, if they're going to action hero immortalize her, it's going to have to be in the dress with heels and a purse. <laughs> a sparkly silver purse. Trina gets on the boat and like she's just sneaking around like the badass she is in a dress and heels and the sparkly purse. Cannot state that enough. And Liesel sees her and calls yeah. Victor's attention. Liesel is the first one to see her. And because Liesel is also a brilliant, strong woman, she um, she knows what to do to let Trina do her thing. Uh-huh. And Victor is losing his ever-loving mind. I'm not sure yeah. he ever had it, but he is. He's gone full, like, Machiavellian. He's, he, yeah. I mean... He's so self-righteous and he's, I, I, I cannot, he's, you know, channeling an evil, an evil ruler, right? I'm doing this for the good of humankind. He's Thanos. That's what I kept saying. He's gonna, anyways, we'll get to that. (laughs) Um, I mean, so Trina sneaking around, she finds Spencer and tells him her plan and they're trying to figure it out. In the meantime, she's been on a boat on the, the boat for a day yeah. already uh-huh and nobody saw her and i'm just like how does nobody see her but i mean she's wearing a black coat it's fine she's not stupid she's gonna save the day she really is she found a sat phone she calls her her mom she gives coordinates to jordan and laura and curtis and she tells her mom she loves her oh, so sweet <laughs> Oh my God. It was so weepy, but Victor. Okay. Cause he's sitting with Liesl and she's like, what do you want? What I, what do you want? And, and he's like, Dr. Obrecht. We need, and I was like, Oh, he wants her to fix his penis, his uh, bedroom activity problems. That's like sincerely what I thought because he's so obsessed with creating heirs. Yeah. He wants his legacy to continue. Gross. Um, so gross but it turns out he he, uh he monologues come on let's let's just put it out there he monologues to spencer and obrecht about humanity is destroying the planet and he's him and 
Mikos. Mikos created basically a virus to destroy the planet. Mm -hmm. He calls it a pathogen. I immediately wrote down COVID. You've created COVID. (laughs) And he wants Liesl to make vaccines to protect the people on the boat. And that's all he gives a shit about. Mm -hmm. He threatens to kill Spencer. Spencer is trying to create a diversion so Trina can get in in the comms room without people in it. And so he grabs a butcher knife and takes it to Liesl's throat. Smart. And I I felt like Liesl has, like, Liesl's not in on it. So her reaction was pretty genuine. So that was helpful, too. Yeah. I also, but Victor doesn't buy it. I find it interesting that Liesl is provided with an upscale wardrobe <laughs> and Spencer's still wearing the same clothes. Well, what's inter- oh, the other thing is like when, so when Spencer's creating that diversion, Liesl freaks out, Victor immediately relaxes and he's like, eh, do it. Yeah. And then as Thinking, soon as he lets him go, he's like, throw him overboard. Yeah. So basically... A, he didn't think Spencer was going to do it, but B, if he had done it, Victor's probably got other plans. Then then, then he like doubles down on the evil in telling Spencer that he really doesn't care about him. And if Spencer's going to act this irresponsibly, he really doesn't want him with him. So it'd be better for all involved if Spencer was to just be thrown overboard. Can't you see that, my son? Kind of logic, um, which was insane. Well, I love Spencer's response to that. He's like, if you were going to kill me, you would have already done it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I I do like, so, you know, we do get a little bit broader of like, here's what the necklace is going to be used for. Here's what's at those locations. Here's who was involved. We get Mikos's name thrown in. Instead of freezing the world, which, you know, Stacey and I are going to do a deep dive on the Ice Princess because we just have to. There are so many questions at this point, but instead of freezing the world, now it's, I'm going to create a pathogen that's going to destroy half of humanity because they're, you know, irresponsible and I somehow know the universe. So that was, you know, whatever we've, we've complete, I don't think there's anything left for Victor to reveal other than where they're going. Right. I, 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 I'm always so fascinated with this line of, of thought because, okay, he has, two male heirs on the boat if he's going to destroy the world they're going to need some women and some (laughs) non-related men i mean he's just gonna let his thugs populate the world oh yeah by the way we got two more henchmen who we don't know their names so we have ambrose and watkins running around like evildoers watson i thought it was watkins but that's the guy that you know when when victor told Spencer, I'm going to lock you in your room. And guess what? I'm not going to feed you. Oh, yeah. Um, Watkins, like, picks up a strawberry and is, like, (laughs) sexually assaulting the strawberry. (laughs) I was like, are you hating on Spencer or tormenting him? I I mean, these henchmen. I swear, this is the most brilliant story. They're, they're They're pirates on a boat tormenting people. And I was so nervous for Trina, so excited for that, like, 
I'm just, I want her to succeed. I do not want her to be captured in any way. I want her to have like the final push over the bow for Victor. Like but literally. the unnamed henchman saw mm-hmm. that she stole a walkie. Oh yeah. That was the end. They know she's on the boat. Well, not she, but they know someone's on the boat. They know someone's on the boat or yeah, I don't, I don't know, but um, yeah. So that's all happening. And I'm interested because Laura keeps talking about when it happened to her. And there were these flashbacks of her being held prisoner where she's sneaking around. And what she steals is a loaf of bread and a (laughs) bottle of champagne. What? (laughs) Okay. But so we are, we're going to have to really dig into what is happening. Yeah. Meanwhile, because of Liesl's absence, Willow has some pretty hard times. I made a list of all the things, the times I cried and (laughs) because I cried a lot this week. I'm not kidding you. (laughs) And when I think it was this week when Willow finds out or when Willow kind of sends Michael away and she just screams into her hands. Silently screams. That was so heartbreaking. I mean, that poor woman. So she, Brooklyn and uh, Sasha come over and they're like how are you doing and she says hey i want to get married i'm gonna have to break it to michael he's gonna i'm waffling back and forth getting married now getting married in june getting married now but i want to get married now and they're like we're in so michael comes out and they're like hey now but today yeah (laughs) exactly so willow tells michael i want to get married today or tomorrow at the latest michael's like all right and then michael has his breakdown Oh, gosh, that was another time I cried. Not at that breakdown, but when Sonny called him. He basically has to, not that he wouldn't agree to marry her. Like, of course, I will marry you. What do you want? But the reason why is because she could die. And it's horribly sad, but they're not avoiding it. Like, Willow's pretty straightforward. Hey, I may only have a few days, weeks, and I want to make the most of it. So let's do this. And he asks her, are you giving up hope? Which I thought was a good question. And she's like... No, not at all. I'm just really, really scared. And I want, you know, I want to have something joyous right now. So I thought that was all good. So I'm excited. So they bring in Maxie to wedding plan, of course, because that's who plans all the events in Port Charles. just comes in with dramatically different hair. Like the opposite (laughs) on the hair hair spectrum. (laughs) Brooklyn goes, wow, your hair looks great. But let's not talk about that now. Can we talk about it for just a second? Her Next hair is, is a brunette dramatically now. different. She so different. She looks great. But this it was is really shocking. the true reason for the spoiler warning. <laughs> yeah, it was. She's beautiful. She pulls it off, like Stacey said. But, you know, it's a lot. So we might get a wedding next week. I'm excited. Let's move on to fashion. Fashion first. <laughs> I think we're still trying to come up with a bridge. I know we really we will we'll we work your, on it. We know yeah. it's an awkward transition. It's fine. <laughs> Brooklyn, her dress oh, has no. the puffiest leaves. <laughs> I mean, it's the kind of dress that you put on a small child in pink mm-hmm. at Easter time. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I also didn't understand the gigantic black bows on the buttons of Maxie's sweater. Nope. Hard pass. And I was just. 
I don't understand. I don't understand. No. Alexis and Sam looked amazing. Alexis looked amazing. Jeans and a black shirt. Classic. Classic. And her hair looked great. Like she just got it freshly cut. and Mm -hmm. It looked amazing. (laughs) Kathy liked Sam's shirt. She liked Sam's collar until I told her it was a mock turtleneck. And she said, I am out. No turtlenecks. (laughs) Forbidden. I just thought it was like one of those necks where the they kind of layer it and it's almost like layered across each other, but I guess it's the not. The effect so. is the same. My dream I'm is just saying. broken. You can like the shirt. No, no. I did think Jordan looked okay this week. I mean, normally when they put her in those suits, it just doesn't work for me. I feel like they need a different outfit for her, for her work outfit. Oh, I loved um, Felicia's shirt and... Uh, and Laura's shirt. Agree. Yeah. That's all I got. Oh, also Cody. Oh my God. That's the first time I've looked at him and gone, you look very nice, sir. <laughs> I approve. <laughs> um, moving on to musings. And I'm going to start with Gladys because you just brought up Cody. Mm. Her desperation to give a statement at the police station. Worst. I just kept saying how i wanted to punch her in the throat yeah what is cody's plan i don't i don't understand like he told sam he was protecting sasha so do we think miss Wu is threatening sasha well i don't know i mean so miss Wu is threatening gladys and miss Wu is siphoning sasha's income through gladys so, yeah, I guess technically, if Gladys stops giving Ms. Wu money, Ms. Wu could come after Sasha, I guess. And that seems like why Cody won't tell Sam what's happening. Okay. Well, I was like, why I, do you care? Mm-hmm. But he's he's been arraigned or he's going in for arraignment. Like, I don't know where if he is he out or still in jail. Um, Because he he was pretty bail hearing because Sam went to that. Okay, so he's out because Gladys was like, "Aren't you going to jail?" And he just looked at her. So I got the feeling like he's not in prison. Yeah, no, I I think he's on bail. Okay, all right, that makes sense. I have a list of every time I cried. I made this. (laughs) I cried a lot. I cried when Sunny, oh, I did have it. When Sunny called Michael, I don't, that wasn't a lot there. But when Michael says, I hear you, I was like, dude, tears. And then when Portia learned about Trina, <gasps> my heart, that was a scene. They did a really good job on that with Curtis kind of standing there going, you know, and then she looks and sees Jordan and Dante coming in. Oh no, Trina. <laughs> oh, you poor woman. Yeah, so it was a lot. But that particular thing brought me to question, how many people will be brought together by the results of Victor's evil doings? Curtis and Portia. Yeah, and Portia and Trina, right? Mm -hmm. And? Trina and Spencer. Yes, and Liesl and Scotty, because uh, that was brought up. And then Sonny and Michael, although that's sort of about Willow, but also because of Spencer. Really, Victor's evil could do a lot of good. Sonny is one of my musings because he is 
on the periphery of everything. Like he's going after Victor. He's reconciling with Michael. Dante is counseling him on, you know, Dante basically said, now is the time step up for Michael. And yeah. He will be open to it. Yeah. On the periphery of Joss and Dex. Mm-hmm. On, and I think he's going to be on the periphery of Gladys and Cody because. Oh, because of Ms. He's Wu. He's going to go after Ms. Wu for taking Sasha's money. Oh my. Oh yeah. You're so right. Yeah. He's in on a lot, but you know, he's sunny. So. And Valentine, <laughs> I really like Curtis realizing when he saw Portia sort of being attacked by Valentine, he was like, get away from my wife. Yeah, that was good. The new Charlotte. Oh yeah. That threw that. that we were like, who are you? Yeah. Yeah. We thought it was Emma at first. So they've aged her up a lot. Yeah. And uh, they just did a quick introduction. She did fine. Um, I like that Felicia arranged for Charlotte to be with Valentine. And I thought Valentine did amazing this week. He had like all of the emotions. Yeah. Plus, well, I mean, there's another, like, I think this cements Valentine and Anna as a couple. Especially because I, you know, I, I really liked what Anna said when she woke up, when she woke up and she was crying and she was like, I saw all these faces that I loved and I didn't want to leave them, which is wonderful. And they're pretty much jointly united on what should have happened. She doesn't blame him. She says, I would have done the same thing. So it's great. Will Diane and Robert ever date because they need to. And there's some more reconciling, right? There's the, Chase in Brooklyn. I feel like that's coming around. And Gregory and Alexis. Yeah, because at the very end, Gregory shows up at Alexis's office to hopefully talk about what the hell is going on with him. I still think it's Parkinson's. I think you might be right. I can't think of any other thing that makes you shake like that and like lose your speech and still have your faculties. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Plus, it's also a a disease that, you know, you really can treat with medication, but it's not necessarily going away. Right. And it can be very, very painful. So I have amusing because I feel like there needs to be a drinking game every time Laura answers the phone, Mayor Collins, and walks away. I'm sorry, I need to take this. Walks away, Mayor Collins. (laughs) (laughs) The funniest thing about that statement to me is that Kathy is not a drinker. (laughs) Well, you know, she wants to start a drinking game. So are you going to drink iced tea? Hell yeah. I'll be over here with my shot glass and she'll be over there with her iced tea. It's not because I don't. Let me just clarify. I'm a lightweight, like to the max. Half a beer. I'm pretty tipsy. So she means like half of a Coors Light. She's not kidding. (laughs) But still, it cracks me up. If we make a drinking game out of it, I'll be out. Casey's going to be shit faced, and Kathy's going to have to pee because she'll be drinking her Starbucks iced tea. Not bad. <laughs> oh, God. That hurts. Okay. Well, anyways, that's all I have. That's... It was emotional, and I was really glad to hear about Victor's whole entire plan. I really want him to die. Sorry. If you have any information on the Ice Princess, 
or the Laura being trapped on the what is it? The floating the haunted star. The haunted star. Why can I not remember that? It because like a Halloween ride. Because there's also a floating rib. Where's that? Okay. You know, and I guess going back to the musings, Laura said the haunted star was her wedding present. Oh yeah, and it was called something else, right? The Titan, something like that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, I loved how everybody was. De- I'm sorry, we're we're still talking, but I lo- I liked how everybody was telling Portia how uh, how much a rock star Trina was. Agreed. Yeah. Sorry. Anyways, we got off on a tangent there, but if you know but anything yeah. about the the haunted star, right? Us, ice tell us. Please, 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 we'll add it to our deep dive. All right. Well, until next time. Thank you for listening. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.